What if you knew your animal better than anyone else, including your vet? What if you knew where to go for information covering a variety of different topics that allow you to choose the care you would like for the furry member of the family? What if this information can be found with even more ease than ever before? Get ready to listen, share, and question what animal care used to be and where it can go. Now, here's the host of Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show, Certified Animal Chiropractor, Dr. Andy Harper. Welcome, welcome to Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with me, Dr. Andy Harper, your host. I am a doctor of chiropractic, certified animal chiropractor, access consciousness facilitator, and energetic magic with animals practitioner. And I'm here today, May 11th, as I'm here every Monday to here to empower you to know what you know about your animal. So today's topic is the magic of what you feed your dog with our guest, Chelsea Kent, um, owner-operator of Heroes Pets in Littleton, Colorado. And we're going to go through today on what makes Heroes Pets different, where you may compare some costs and convenience and health benefits of different diets um, for your pet, you know, raw, kibble, canned, what do we choose? And I do invite everyone here live with us today um, to ask your questions, share your animal stories. Do you have a specific um, nutrition question that you have or a need for your animal? Um, you can join us on this radio adventure. And you can reach us in a variety of ways. You can call them in at 815-880-8255 if you're in the U.S., 613-800-8736 in Canada. In the U.K. at 33 triple zero one zero six two five you can always skype them in at a2zen.fm and the easiest and we actually have a lot of fun in the chat room is at www.a2zen.fm along the top of the website choose chat room follow directions and come join us so before we um, introduce Chelsea further let's expand out as big as the room you're in expand out as big as the town as big as the country now as big as the world and as big as the universe. And let's ask all of our animals to join us. And um, what would the animals like the world to know? So Chelsea Kent, owner-operator of Heroes Pets here in Littleton, Colorado, um, has been a leading, Heroes Pets has been a leading retailer in the natural pet supplies market. It was founded in 2007 with her mom, Kathy. Um, the company operates a retail store that offers more than 6,500 products from local and ethical national and international manufacturers in the natural, organic, and eco-friendly pet supply market. And with 13 years of extensive nutritional research and experience in the pet industry, Chelsea's developed a diverse, comprehensive education and perspective in holistic nutrition and product integrity um, by working closely with the owners of the holistic pet companies and complementary medicine practitioners, including nutritional biochemists, nutritional microbiologists, veterinarians, and many more. So Hero's Pets philosophy takes all aspects of health into consideration, your pet's health, including nutrition, behavior, treats, chews, environmental factors, vaccine and medication history, exercise, and the home life. So at the heart of their mission, um, even beyond offering healthful and eco-friendly pet products, lies a desire to impact their community via education and responsible com consumerism. I knew I was going to have trouble with that word. Um, so Heroes Pets and Chelsea and Mom Kathy continue to partner with local businesses in an effort to seek truth, demand quality, and choose health and shop local. Hi, Chelsea. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> That's quite the mouthful. <laughs> it is quite the mouthful, and I cut it down. 
<laughs> but I wanted to get all that information, and there are some words that um, I want you to define for everybody here soon. But you can get a hold of Chelsea and Heroes Pets. Um, you can give them a call at 303-972-1926. You can email them at Hero, and that is H-E-R-O at Heroes Pets, H-E-R-O. S as in Sam, P E T S as in Sam dot com, um, and their website, which is chock full of information and so easy to navigate, I love it. Um, is um, heroespets dot com, and you can also check them out on Facebook, and that's facebook dot com backslash heroes dot pets. Um, and you'll see on their website that they offer um, free nutrition consultations. So um, everyone listening from now and beyond um, might want to check that out. Um, I'm going to jump in right with, um, where did the name Heroes Pets come from? Uh, well, that's a little bit of a long story, but I it boils down to um, what we are really trying to create is people being heroic in the decision making that they do for not only for their pets, but also just for the environment and the world. And we know that a lot of pets are heroes to their owners and my sister actually is also involved in the business she does all of our uh, graphics and artwork and social media and everything and so our little go dog the golden retriever uh, I asked her if we could actually use that as the logo dog and she was like oh hero and I was like okay <laughs> and um, she had named that dog after a character in a Shakespeare play, and so just it was all encompassing a really good fit for the store. And then your and then pets actually, actually stands, yeah, yeah, for planetary and ecologically trusted supplies. So how cool is that? Um, yeah. And you said that you you've been trying to market, and or I'm not sure if I got the right words, but I think you've succeeded. Um, uh, you've done extremely well in Littleton, Colorado. Um, you made a hell of your name for yourself around town. I send my clients to you all the time because I don't have the time to do the nutritional counseling you guys do. Um, I think you've done it and what more can you even do? Um, but what makes Heroes different? Let's tell everybody in your own words because it's different. Yeah, well, primarily education. We employ people that are really highly educated, primarily uh, vet techs and people that really work in the industry. Uh, one of the girls that works here is actually working towards becoming a holistic veterinarian, and currently she works in the emergency room at a well-known local specialty vet center. Uh, we also employ other types of well-educated people, including like an evolutionary biologist, and we work really closely with a lot of well-educated people so that we're really working as much as we can on the most recent information, um, any information that's out there that we're not really sure of. We take hours and hours and hours of our own personal time to do research on those things to see where the truth really lies. So, for example, uh, Royal Canin is a really well-known prescription food line, and I myself have spent probably around 20 hours with Royal Canin reps and 
on the phone and um, just contacting them and asking them questions to find out, you know, where do they get their research and how well does that actually hold up compared to the research that's out there in other places. Same thing with Science Diet or any of the other companies. And, you know, every single day we have tons of customers that come in that ask questions about things. And so rather than just assuming that we know the answers, we spend a lot of time researching things that come up on a daily basis. So an example is that we recently had somebody tell us that their veterinarian believes that yucca is actually toxic for dogs. And so we that's a product that we've been selling for as long as I can remember. And it's a really well-known alternative for steroids. So I went out of my way to do a bunch of research just to verify not only its safety, but also where the confusion would lie in that and why anybody might potentially think that. So we spend a lot of time writing articles and, uh, you know, posting information for the public and then educating our staff so that they're capable of giving really good, solid, well-researched information to the public anytime that somebody asks. And that's that's something that I love. And when Chelsea was talking about all of the employees and everyone there that's experienced, I just send them to Heroes Pets. I don't actually have to worry about who they end up getting. You know, some places only talk to this person because everyone else is 18 and just there to stock shelves. That doesn't occur there. And so I just, like, go to heroes. <laughs> I don't have to worry about who they're going to end up talking to because if that person doesn't know, they're going to get them to the person that does or do the research that um, is required. And I, I love not having that on my plate because I don't have the time to do that. So I love having, you know, my partners, quote, unquote, in crime to help me with that because, I mean, we could talk about dog nutrition and cat nutrition for the next 20 hours and people will still be confused or you'll still need yeah. something different specifically for your animal. Or And and we're going to try and cover some of the bigger topics today, but um, there's probably a lot of details that we're just not going to get to today. But I want to make sure everyone um, is aware of just how different Heroes is. So can you go through your rating system? Yeah, Briefly. we do a, a bronze, silver, gold rating system where um, everything has to meet a minimum standard just to get into the store at all. So, uh, you know, that is going to cover everything from sourcing, quality control, recall history, the company ethics, the way that they treat their employees, uh, just a whole variety of different things that are really important to us. And just to be clear, we actually uh, don't exclude a company specifically for just having had a recall. We will exclude them if they handle them poorly. So in some cases, we believe that a company is doing a really, really good job in doing a recall, even though it wasn't necessary for them to do it. They still did it just to be safe, but in some cases, recalls actually cause problems, and the company's like, meh, we'll just pay a settlement and then move on from there, and it's no big deal. So that's when we start to have a problem. So we monitor all of those things on a regular basis. We also try to make sure that the companies are um, relatively small and or are working with really small companies just to make sure that 
the the footprint is actually a really small footprint for ecological reasons as well as just supporting the little guy. So that's our minimum standard. And then it goes up from there after they've met those standards. If they do additional things beyond that that we're like, wow, this company is amazing, then they'll get a higher rating. So as an example, if they are only using animals that are kept under Temple Grandin um, methods, um, sorry about that, <laughs> um, then those uh, companies will actually get a better rating. So um, also if the like if the animal's ever been on a truck for any reason and it stresses them out, then we won't necessarily rate them at a a uh, a gold standard. We'll rate them only at the gold if they're actually making sure that they're really really healthy uh, mentally <laughs> as well as physically. So and also if they donate to really good causes like you know saving snow leopards or things like that. Awesome. So let's, I want to take a step back. Um, you mentioned Temple Grandin, and how do you find out that information from these companies? Or is that part of the rating system is you can access this information? Um, no, actually, most of the things that are important to us are not things that seem to be that important to other people. So in a lot of cases, the companies, they don't necessarily go to the trouble of putting that information out. So we do call all of the companies and we have discussions with the owners of the companies or the people that are involved in working with them. Generally, we don't speak to reps initially because most of the time they'll tell you pretty much anything. So we just have a list of questions that have to be answered prior to carrying the line. And in a lot of cases, they don't actually know the answers of certain things because we're pretty nitpicky. And so they'll end up having to do a lot of their own research before they can even answer a lot of our questions. Awesome. That's a good, even better than that. We are going to take a quick break, and then I'm going to have you just define a few of the words that we used in your intro for people. And then there's a question mm -hmm. in the chat room that we'll get to. So we'll be right back. Thank you, Chelsea. Mm -hmm. Many of us make choices on how to care for our animals based on how it has been done in the past or what others have always done. What would it look like to choose what your pet requires, which may be very different from what others would choose? By tuning into Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with certified animal chiropractor, Dr. Andy Harper, you'll receive information and options you never even knew existed to improve your relationship with animals in your life. Listen to Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on atizen.fm. This is Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with certified animal chiropractor, Dr. Andy Harper, or more well-known as the Energy Wizard. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. at 815-880-8255. That's 815-880-TALK. Or in Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at adazen.fm. You can also ask a question by sending an email to drandy at harpersridge.com. 
So welcome forward. Thank you for joining me today on Dr. Annie's Animal Magic Radio Show. And again, I invite you to join me and my guest, Chelsea Kent, um, owner-operator of Harrow's Pets in Littleton, Colorado. And with your questions, with your animals, um, check out just how easy it is to chat your question in live at www.a2zen.fm. Click on the chat room and follow the directions and join us. Um, you can always email me your questions at a later date. You can um, email me directly at drandy at harpersridge.com. Or you can get um, your questions directly to Chelsea and Heroes Pets at hero at heroespets.com. Um, so let's get back to our amazing animals. Um, Chelsea was going through um, just how different Heroes Pets is and the products and, and their standards for what products they carry for the pets and for the world. Um, we use the word, words natural, organic, and eco-friendly. Can you define those and what they look like in your world? Because I think a lot of people get a little confused with, well, this says it's natural. This one, it's in the fridge, so it must be good for my pet. And what exactly is eco-friendly? Yeah, and those terms all can be really, really confusing for anybody. Um, there's not really any kind of regulations on the word natural. So even if it's not very natural, it can still be labeled that way. Um, organic in the United States actually generally only has to be under an organic treatment for 30 days not for the entire life of, say, the animal, as an example. So in our opinion, organic, if it's in the United States, can be really meaningful. But in other countries, we actually find that their standards are better. So like in New Zealand, as an example, everything is basically exceeding the American organic standards. So even without an organic label, we're really satisfied with New Zealand products because we know how those animals are kept. So um, we basically are just the ones that do the research on all those to see whether or not we think that it's worth the label. Uh, Eco-friendly, that's another one where it can be a lot of different things. So in our opinion, the company should do what they can to try and continue to make the the product a uh, really sustainable sourcing. So as an example, Waruva, the canned line of dog and cat food, they will only use line caught fish so that they are very sure that they're not using uh, or not killing any kind of dolphins and that they're not overfishing. They will basically move around to different areas so that they're um, basically under the cleanest areas in the ocean. They also make sure that they're not fishing in areas that have any of the radiation from that Japanese tsunami. So something like that where they're really going above and beyond to try and be really ethical and make the type of product that you believe that you're actually getting, that's the type of thing we are looking for when we're looking for eco-friendly. Perfect. Thank you so much. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. I don't think my grocery store does all that for me. I know. I'm always <laughs> saying that I wish that there was a place that did that for people food, that I could just go in and trust everything. <laughs> wow. How cool is that? Um, we're going to – and if there's, is there anything else you want to add about your labeling, um, your standards, anything else? Because then we're going to move on to maybe some different diets. 
Um, well, the, ultimately, there are a lot of things that you, as a consumer, would never even know to ask about, and that's why we do what we do is because this is what we do 24 hours a day, seven days a week, basically, and so live and learn with everybody and on a regular basis even we find silly things in an ingredient that you would never even think to check for example is the the vitamin e that is being used as a preservative in a natural food is it made from genetically modified soybeans and is it preserved with propylene glycol that's one of the questions that we ask any company that uses vitamin e so those types of things are are the things that we're always looking into. So just knowing that there is a lot of detail that goes into what we do, and it's probably more than we could ever really share. <laughs> yeah, sounds like it. And it's so cool to know that you and your employees and your store has everybody's and their pets back. So that's really cool mm -hmm. that you're asking the questions. Well, I, I would not have thought about the vitamin E. Yeah, and we're what we're trying to do, what our goal has been from when we opened is not just to find the best pet products that are out there, but to really force a change in the industry. The more people that know about these little things, the more demand that there is for those better products and those better standards. And the more demand there is, the more those big companies are going to change. And that's going to cause a change in the human food industry and everything will basically domino into being better if everybody understands what's going on and develops higher standards because of that. So that is our primary goal. That's it? That That's your only goal? Yeah, that's it. Changing the world? How <laughs> awesome is that? <laughs> no, it's great. I'm not making fun at all. I think that's incredible. And, you know, what if more more of us had the target of changing the world? And, 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 shows and I up believe differently. that more and more people will as they learn mm -hmm. these things. Nice. Very nice. Okay. Now, let's see how much we can cover on actual diets for everybody and um, maybe give mm -hmm. them some direction. Oh, I did want to ask, because I actually don't know the answer to this, and um, your nutrition consults, do you do those over the phone, like around the world? Because we have people listening from around the world. Yeah, I will do them over the phone. I prefer to do them in email, though, because okay, that's fine. they're really extensive, and mm -hmm. it's really hard to remember all the information that you're given. Okay, cool. But you will talk with, be it via email or phone, from people around the world. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, um, you Skype at all? Keisha would like to know if you Skype. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm still arguing with Skype over a few things. It's not my... Forte. Um, okay, so Sh Shauna asked, um, her dog has kidney disease, and when I found out, she put him on a raw diet. She went to a new vet, and then she was told that the raw was too much protein for him to process, and she is confused. So we're going to mm -hmm. jump into the deep end of the pool here. Okay. <laughs> so if you were to call Science Diet and ask them about that, there's a couple things that that they would tell you, at least if they told you what they told us, and that is that that research is really, really old. Um, I won't say it the way that they said it because it's a little inappropriate, but 
Uh, it's more than 50 years old, and it is true that the if you The research, it, I'm going to stop you for a second. The research on mm -hmm. high protein and kidney disease? Yes. Okay. I just want to clarify so, for everybody. Yeah, it's not any type of new research that's been done to support what they originally believed to be the case. So it is true that if you are decreasing the amount of protein that's being consumed, then obviously the kidneys are going to have to process less protein, which sounds logically like it might be a little bit less taxing. But Science Diet, as well as anybody else, will also tell you that those low-protein diets that are the prescription foods and decreasing the protein too much will cause muscle wasting, which is basically what when the body is eating its own protein to survive. So you are decreasing a burden on the kidneys, but at the expense of the rest of the body. So you're not actually healing anything or resolving any issues. So, well, and if the body starts eating the muscle, it's going to have to process all that protein anyway. Exactly. Because that ends up, it ends up back in the system where the kidneys have to process the protein, but you're also eating your own muscles. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep, which is going to cause a whole variety of other issues for you to deal with down the road. So ultimately, the best way that I can describe it is that if you, if you know the pet food industry, you know that it, it was originally created to be the dumpster of the human food industry. So as far as what companies are allowed to put into foods, it can be from really beyond horrifying up to being really awesome. So if you're feeding something like a leather shoe to a dog, then obviously that's going to be a whole lot of work for the body versus if you're feeding an actual meat like a steak, something that you would visualize that you're feeding your pet when you read the package. So just the quality that you're getting is also going to make a really big difference. The other thing is that the kidneys are filter organs, just like the liver. So if you're feeding something that is cooked and full of potential pathogens and contaminants and heavy metals and carcinogens, then all of those things are also going to have to be processed through the kidneys. So that's also an extra burden that you're doing if you're feeding a a cooked like kibble diet or a canned diet. So switching to a raw food that's higher protein that is better quality protein is really going to help. Also, the prescription foods for kidney issues, they don't have any pharmaceutical prescriptions in them. So it's not like you're getting a drug that's actually benefiting them. What you're getting is high salt content, which will increase the water consumption, which will help the kidneys. But rather than giving something that's 10% moisture in a kibble, if you're giving a raw diet that's 70 to 90% moisture, you're naturally increasing the water content. And your dog or cat, honestly, cannot drink enough water to compensate for the dehydration that's caused by a kibble. So even a kibble, we actually recommend that you soak it for like 4 to 12 hours as long as it's a good quality kibble where you're not making a Petri dish out of the pathogens. So is that kibble for well dogs or kibble for dogs that are having kidney issues? Is it across the board well, recommendation? 
it is an across-the-board recommendation, yeah. If you've okay. ever seen your dog vomit, you know that they don't chew. So uh-huh. if they never chew. If they're, exactly. So they're not starting any type of digestive process in their mouth. Plus, they don't have digestive enzymes in their mouth. They only have pathogen enzymes in their mouth. So if you're feeding them a dry food, then it has to pull from their own body's water resources to start rehydrating before they even have a chance to start breaking it down, and they only have a six-hour digestive transit time. So it's really taxing on their system, even if they're healthy. Cool. So how long, four to 12 hours? Is that what you said for kibble? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's a high-quality kibble, and we can go through that a little bit. Um, yeah. Keisha asked, does a cleaner protein make a difference in the amount of work the kidneys have to do? And you kind of touched on that with the quality of the raw food, um, and it does make yeah. a difference on how hard the kidneys are going to have to work with all of the added what did, pathogens. Did you, is that the word you like? Yeah, pathogens as well as what the animal was eating before. So if you are what you eat and you're feeding, say, chicken that's only been fed genetically modified corn and soy, usually they are more likely to have a reaction to that than Mm -hmm. a healthy chicken. Cool. Um, That was – I loved how you put that about the prescription diets because – they're generally only sold in vet clinics, and the price tag is pretty hefty for them, and people think they are getting something, quote-unquote, special. And, I, and again, I send them the heroes, but I'm like, turn the bag over and look at the ingredients, and you let me know what you're reading. And they are all amazed as at the beginning ingredients. Yeah. They can't even read the rest of the big words later on. But um, I love how you put that, um, that mm-hmm. there's nothing specific prescription in <laughs> And as a matter of fact, if you call the prescription companies, they will have no problem telling you that the ingredients in those foods are absolutely no different than anything you can buy in the grocery store. Love it. Okay, we got to take a break. We'll come right back. More questions in the chat room. Um, yeah, let's talk about nutrition and diets for, for your dogs and cats. Many of us make choices on how to care for our animals based on how it has been done in the past or what others have always done. What would it look like to choose what your pet requires, which may be very different from what others would choose? By tuning into Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with certified animal chiropractor Dr. Andy Harper, you'll receive information and options you never even knew existed to improve your relationship with animals in your life. Listen to Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on atozen.fm. This is Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with certified animal chiropractor Dr. Andy Harper, or more well-known as the Energy Wizard. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. at 815-880-8255. That's 815-880-TALK. Or in Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at adazen.fm. You can also ask a question by sending an email to drandy at harpersridge.com. Welcome back once again to Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio. So along with hanging out with you every Monday, Monday, 
at www.a2zen.fm. I do have a practice called Animal Magic, a dog-centered family care in Denver, Colorado, where we offer chiropractic care, laser therapy, massage, acupuncture, aromatherapy, energetic magic sessions, dog training, um, beyond animal communication, bars, pet portraits, telecalls, classes, workshops, um, all for the animals and their people. So we are um, in transition from Harper's Ridge Animal Chiropractic Care into um, Animal Magic. Um, you can check out our new website at animalmagiccare.com. It's still under construction, but we've added in the the people component um, to our to our animal component. So um, check that out. Um, again, we are here with Chelsea Kent, the owner-operator of Heroes Pets in Littleton, Colorado. You can give them a call at 303-972-1926. You can email at hero at heroespets.com. Their website is amazing. Their blog, there is video testimonials from um, some of their their um, customers. I was going to call them clients, but um, that's what I say all the time. Um, all, they've got... Uh, Titer Clinic coming up in August. They've got all kinds of events listed there. So heroespets.com, also facebook.com backslash heroespets. Um, so Chelsea was sharing some of her information in the chat room here about um, kibble and baked or extruded. Can you share that to every, with everybody listening here too? Sure. Um Kibble has to be cooked, obviously, for it to be a kibble, and it also has to have a fairly high starch content, even if it's grain-free, or else it turns into a powder when they cook it. So dogs have virtually no cecum, and cats have no cecum, and the cecum in the digestive system is actually what is for fermentation for things like starches. So if you're feeding a high-starch product, then biologically they're not really capable of doing very much with that so the less of that that you're able to do the better uh, and then in addition to that if you heat a protein it creates heterocyclic amines and if you heat a starch it creates acrylamides so no matter how you're heating it it's still got carcinogens in it that the body is going to have to process out so it, the more important thing if you're going to be feeding a kibble is really the company that you're getting it from. What's their sourcing? What's their quality control? What's, what are their ethics? How long are they cooking it for? So I I don't really care whether or not a product is baked or extruded. I want to know the other details about the product because if you don't have a choice, say for cost reasons or your dog or cat is just that picky, which does happen sometimes, or even if you're just buying yourself some time until you can get them to switch to something else, then it's still really important for you to to make sure that you're getting as minimally toxic of a product as possible, and it's the easiest to hide stuff in kibble. So that's it's well, and, better to look at the other details. And and those are very big words and, and awesome details. And so I recommend people listen to the show a couple times um, or give Chelsea a, a call or email her. Um, but I had a point here. I'm not sure where it went. It disappeared. But my my standard poodle has decided he does not want to eat raw anymore. He does not want to eat the Honest Kitchen anymore. Um, he just wants kibble. And we buy Origin, Red Regional, 
Um, so obviously price is not an issue because, <laughs> because it's damn expensive, which is fine if he would like. But that one, would you, I've heard that's about as close as you can to some raw, but still in a kibble form. So there are lots and lots and lots of forms out there, um, kibble-wise. There's the Zwee Peak, which, and, and what do you call all of those that are, are those air-dried? Like the Zwee Peak? Yeah, the Zwee Peak and the Big Dog Naturals are both air-dried. And then you can do freeze-dried foods like Vital Essentials or Grandma Lucy's or Canine Naturals or Dehydrated like NRG or the Honest Kitchen. Uh, I'm sure I'm missing something, the Sojo's. Yeah, so just all of those good. So a bunch of new words, you know, freeze dried, air dried, dehydrated, and so if your if your mind's starting to like start to scramble, this is not um, grab a scoop of kibble and throw it in your dog's bowl world that Chelsea and I live in anymore. <laughs> like rarely do my clients do that, and then the kibble they are feeding. Sometimes I tell people I send them over to Heroes, and then I'm like, sometimes there's just something in the kibble and you may never know what it is um, that's bothering your animal. I mean, you can... A lot of times when people say that their animal won't eat raw or won't eat a dehydrated, then I remind people that if you and I both went over to a salad bar and we each got to make our own salad, at the end of the line, we would not have the same salad. We would have vastly different meals. So a lot of times it's not the protein, it's the base. And if you just switch to a different brand, even if it's the same protein, a lot of times they'll still go for it. So we actually have a lot of tips on how to convert a picky eater to new things. And there are so many different varieties that are available. There's different textures, different flavors, different smells. There's so many options out there that I'm, I can guarantee that anybody can find a way to get their pick eater to switch. Sometimes they just need a little bit of coaching on on tips on what to try to get them to do that. Absolutely. Um, so back to our, we kind of have a couple different conversations going on. So, um, but that back to our kidney dog, Shauna asks, is it, should I feed him on his kitchen or would a protein... Oh, I see. She wants to know if the there's an the honest kitchen is a dehydrated food, correct? Is that what we would call that? Yes. And so mm -hmm. I tell people it's kind of like um, the packaged powdered soups that you add hot water to and you reconstitute it. Um, mm -hmm. I I've been feeding it for years. It's green. We call it green slop in our household, and everybody knows when we're making it and loves it. But they have a base that has no protein in it. Or they have a whole line of different proteins, beef, turkey, chicken, you know, whatever. So for the kidney dog, she would like to know if she should do something without the protein or with the protein. And we might be getting a little nitpicky, but um, what would be your general recommendation? Uh, my opinion is that dogs with kidney problems should have a, at least 70% protein. And you need to, based on what's causing the kidney issues, you need to supplement with other things. My favorite supplement for kidney problems is the Answers Fermented Fish Stock that can actually repair damage to the kidneys. And the kidneys are also very sensitive to mineral balances, which the fish stock is really the only thing that I know of that can help to regulate the cause of mineral imbalances. 
So awesome. no matter what you're feeding, I think that you should add that. If Even if you don't have a kidney problem, just prevent it and add it. Okay. Can you, in, in the chat room, can you type that name in for everybody? That would be awesome. Yeah. And maybe even repeat it. It's the Answers Fermented Fish Stock. It's fermented sardine. Sounds yummy. <laughs> yeah, it's very stinky, but it's amazing, and it can help with joints, with kidneys, with the liver, the thyroid, skin and coat, um, weak nail, like it, pretty much everything. It's amazing. Wow. See, some I learned something new. I had not heard of that product, which is awesome. Um, what? Mm-hmm. So we, you have how many freezers lined up in the in the eleven? Um, eleven. <laughs> and so mm-hmm. mostly raw in there. Do you have a favorite? To, you know, what's your favorite today? I mean, I'm sure it changes. Well, I have different favorites for different reasons. Um, answers the. The brand Answers is my favorite one for supplemental benefit, and I adore the company. I think they're great. Um, most of the local ones I also love just because they're they're such small companies, so the Patties, Patties, Andersons, Hoorah. I also really like OC Raw, Small Batch, Vital Essentials, Canine Naturals. Um, those are really my favorite ones. The ones that I absolutely will not support is if they have HPP, which is short for high-pressure pasteurization. Mm -hmm. So if a company does that or even starts to do that and we carry them, then we kick them out of the store. So the reason for that is because to pasteurize a raw meat product, they actually have to put the meat into a plastic casing and they shoot it with 80,000 PSI of water. So to give you an idea of how much that is, 30,000 bins steel and 17,000 is the pressure at the deepest point of the bottom of the ocean. So 80,000 is an incredibly high amount of pressure and because it's so high, it actually pushes plastic contaminants into the food. And as everybody knows, plastics are endocrine inhibitors. So if you're feeding that on a regular basis, you're actually going to cause an endocrine disorder like diabetes or pancreatitis or thyroid problems or any number of issues. Oh, boy. That's awesome information. <laughs> and, you know, again, I'm like, I don't know what to say. I'm um, speechless over here. That's it's incredible um the information that you have and thank you so much for sharing that um mm-hmm. now i know it hpp as well okay um goat's milk that's kind of mm-hmm. it's very popular right now I, I it's awesome um could you explain some benefits and why um you might want to start feeding goat's milk in your animal yeah. diet um The most important thing is to make sure that you're getting a raw goat's milk because raw versus cooked is like a raw salad versus a cooked salad. They're they're not exactly the same thing nutritionally. So you have to make sure that you're getting a raw one, so not pasteurized. My favorite brand of that is also the Answers because it's cultured, but the cultures aren't good for pancreatitis. Uh, I strongly recommend not doing the Primal brand because the turmeric that's in there emulsifies the package and puts endocrine inhibitors in it. But the benefits of goat's milk are many. It can actually decrease inflammation in the gut. It can increase nutrient absorption. It's a natural 
uh, appetite suppressant. It's high in B vitamins, so it's really good for stress. It's also got 33 milligrams of taurine per ounce, so it's really good for eyes and heart health. Um, we actually recommend doing exclusively goat's milk and like stop food, supplements, treats, everything for uh, one to six months if a dog is or cat is really, really, really sick. So we've <laughs> recommended that diet for a couple of hundred animals probably when they have really severe skin problems or uh, exocrine pancreatic insufficiency or cancer. If they're really sick, then you should just do that. But don't do it without some coaching because it takes some rules. <laughs> but it yeah. can seriously cure virtually anything in on a lesser level. Obviously, if they're capable of surviving on nothing but that, it's also going to cover all of your nutrient bases as well. So if you're not really sure if you're covering them all, especially if you're doing like a home-cooked diet or something, then you should absolutely be adding some raw goat's milk just to make sure that you're covering all of the bases for what they need. Okay. There you go. Goat's milk for everybody. Um, so you did say um, <laughs> it inhibits um, appetite. Um, so be some overweight dogs, this would be beneficial? Yeah, actually it works both ways. So mm -hmm. if you have a dog that just pesters you all the time for food and you feed it as a snack, then you do have to decrease how much food you're feeding a little bit, but it will help to sustain them to the next meal. And originally the goat's milk diet was actually given for people that were incapable of gaining weight because they couldn't absorb their nutrients. So it can also help with weight gain. So it, what it really ultimately does is it helps to regulate the weight. Awesome. I would, um, yeah, I was thinking it had to go both ways if it could actually just quote unquote live on it um, with mm -hmm. your help as their sole means of nutrition. So um, awesome. Let's take another mm -hmm. quick break. Let's come back. Let's talk a little bit about cost. Um, if I add this and we're doing raw and we do this, this is going to be more than the bag of kibble um, that we were mm -hmm. buying or all of that. Let's just touch on that briefly. We're going to run out of time really quick. We might just have to have Chelsea back some other time. Many of us make choices on how to care for our animals based on how it has been done in the past or what others have always done. What would it look like to choose what your pet requires, which may be very different from what others would choose? By tuning into Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with certified animal chiropractor Dr. Andy Harper, you'll receive information and options you never even knew existed to improve your relationship with animals in your life. Listen to Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on AtoZen.fm. This is Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with certified animal chiropractor Dr. Andy Harper, or more well-known as the Energy Wizard. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. at 815-880-8255. That's 815-880-TALK. Or in Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at adazen.fm. 
You can also ask a question by sending an email to drandy at harpersridge.com. Welcome, welcome, Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with our guest, Chelsea Kent, owner of Heroes Pets in Littleton, Colorado. Um, we are going to be at Heroes, I am, we're going to do an Beyond Animal Communication, um, the intro class on May 23rd from noon to 2. And then you are actually having your Heroes Pets Wellness Fair on June 13th. Well, I'll be there too for that. Can you tell everybody a little bit about that event and any other event that you might want to have everyone know about? Yeah, the wellness fair is where we invite a whole bunch of local holistic practitioners every year. So that's holistic vets and trainers and uh, groomers and just a variety of different people. Also like the wellness and rehabilitation centers and doggy massage and kind of everything that you can think of. So that is an annual thing for us. And then other events that we like to do are anesthesia-free teeth cleanings and uh, animal communicators and first aid classes and things like that. They kind of um, change. Yeah. And when did you move into your bigger space? Two years that, ago. It has been two years. My goodness. Okay. So they have all kinds of fun stuff. I mean, we are talking about food, but they have treats and chews and carry bags and beds and all kinds of stuff that you would find at, at all of your um, other pet places. Um, cost. Um, when you start talking about adding goat's milk and raw feeding and how do you, um, how do you work that with people without, I, I don't know how I actually want to, it can be overwhelming and, and the cost can be overwhelming. How do you talk to people it's about that? It's overwhelming for us. So ultimately, we just need a budget number if you have them. So we need, you know, the size of your pets, their activity level, their age, how much you've been feeding, and how much you are able to spend every month. Sticker price is never, ever, ever a good way to tell how much you're actually going to be spending because you can be feeding double the amount or triple the amount of, of food that's less expensive, which obviously, if you're going to it three times as fast, it's not any cheaper. So right, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you right there. I'm gonna repeat what she said because if you're feeding a less because you're breaking up and going kind of in and out, so I'm not sure if you shifted positions or whatever. But she was saying that you know, sticker price shouldn't be how you buy food. I'm gonna paraphrase best I can. Um, if you're feeding a lesser quality food, but you're feeding two to three times that amount, a higher quality food may drop the amount, and you may end up still spending essentially the same amount um, a month. And at Heroes, they will ask you what is your monthly budget and try and work within that. Mm-hmm. Is that about right? Did I get it? Yes. Yes, okay. that's right. So we actually compare the cost based on the calories because that's really the only way for you to compare how much you're actually going to be spending. So dry food is always the least expensive. And then to many people's surprise, next would be dehydrated and then um, the air-dried, freeze-dried, those ones, they they can kind of vary. And then raw and then canned, even the cheap ones tend to be more expensive than even the more expensive raw foods. So you're paying a lot for metal and water in those. Yeah, um, I've noticed the cost, the cost of canned is 
yeah. a lot. <laughs> the cost of goat's milk, the biggest thing to remember with that is that that actually has 23 calories an ounce, which is pretty high. So if you're feeding four ounces a day, basically, you can drop out 100 calories versus of your dog's food. So it kind of compensates its own cost to add that. And then with the fish stock, instead of buying 15 different supplements, you're buying one that does those 15 or more different things. So both of those actually can save you money in a way, not to mention the fish stock and the goat's milk if they're cultured and fermented. If you're soaking your pet's food in those, then it increases the absorbability. So you can decrease how much food they're eating by 25%, up to 25% if you're letting those sit together a long time because they're going to absorb more of the calories out of the same quantity. And, and everyone in your shop's able to help with the the calorie conversion and help everyone figure that out and work within their budget. So, you know, I I always looked at the sticker, not at the calories. So, you know, thank you so much for sharing all of your information today. It's been amazing. So next week is the Magic of Energetic Body Work for Animals with guest Kim Gillespie. Um, today I do want to remind everybody as a certified animal chiropractor, um, this information was provided for informational purposes only. It's not intended to diagnose, prescribe, or treat any illness. If you or your animal have a health concern, you're encouraged to seek the counsel of a veterinarian who is knowledgeable in your area of interest. Anything else you would like the world to know, Chelsea? Uh, we're happy to work with anybody. <laughs> um, what is everybody to change? <laughs> I'm sorry, I missed that. What was that? We just want everybody to make a change and to be the change. Awesome. So, you know, how can shopping at a different, um, or shopping for different food for your pet change the world? Well, again, if you have higher standards and you are demanding products from companies that are more ethical, then you are changing the world. So not just shopping at a local store, but shopping for com products that are actually from companies that are more ethical and not just shopping at a local store for a, a company like, say, Taste of the Wild that's like an enormous brand that is not necessarily more ethical. That can make a huge, huge difference. Thank you so much, Chelsea. Maybe we'll have you on again soon. And until we meet again, how much fun can we have with your animals? Thank you for choosing to listen to Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show. Dr. Andy will return next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10